Greetings and welcome to Know to the Transference. I am Dax versus each week you may join me to find a record of this codex on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Castbox, and iTunes. At any time, I invite you to open your communication array and message me with questions, comments, or suggestions at daxversus at gmail.com. You may also connect with me on Instagram and on Twitter at daxversus. And now, Tenno, let us bring balance to the system with the transference. This week, we have much to discuss. Digital Extremes has done quite a bit of updates in the last couple of weeks, from Nightwave to Warframe Ability Screens rework, to the Gas City changes, Amalgams, Melee 2.9, and other quality of life changes. When it does arrive for the consoles, this will no doubt be one of the largest updates that we have experienced in quite some time. I have to admit, of all the quality of life changes that have recently been brought to the game, Nightwave is undoubtedly the best. There have no doubt been times where I felt like there are aspects of the game that just do not respect my time as a player. And I have to say that the way that Nightwave has changed the way in which I interact with the game, either daily or sometimes weekly, more often daily, that it makes a much better interaction and it doesn't feel like Nightwave is wasting my time or is a time sink in the same way. I can get on, I can see the missions uh, and decide, do I want to do a mission that's worth 1,000 standing? Do I want to do a mission that's worth 3,000 standing? Or do I want to go for the larger 5,000 standing missions? And I can really plan to engage them in whatever way I want to. I can go into the mission solo as I want to. Um, While I will admit there are some missions that do... uh, suggest that you go on with friends or with a group of people, even those don't bother me. I appreciate reaching out to my buddies and asking, you know, did you do the terrorist mission? And, or did you do the survival for 60 minutes? And more often than not, they're really cool about coming back and saying, yeah, I already did that one, but I'm definitely willing to do it again. Uh, Whether it's for the drops that you can still acquire in the mission, uh, or if it's for Kuba, if it's a Kuba run, all of the things that make up the way in which you engage with Nightwave and not feeling personally like it's a waste of my time or it doesn't respect my time is a great addition to the system and I commend DE for adding this for us. The rewards of Nightwave are also equally just fantastic. I appreciate being able to decide whether or not I'm going to get Oregon Catalyst or Oregon Reactors or Nitane Extract these are things that really do make for a better system. I do remember when we had our old system because it wasn't that long ago. And there were times where I needed Nitane Extract. And I look on the app on my phone and see that Nitane Extract is up. But guess what? I'm at work or I'm busy doing other things that really demand my time. And so I appreciate that I can decide on my time when I want to what I want to engage with within the system that is Nightwave, I can really focus on, I want to get Nitane Extract. What do I need? What are the points? Let me go ahead and get those. And so I appreciate that the way the system is structured that is that it gives you both opportunity and it gives you time to acquire the credits, to get the points, to engage with this with the missions, and then decide what parts of it do I want to get. And I do like that I can look ahead all the way down to the highest rank on Nightwave 
and determine how far I want to go with it. And uh, what I appreciate as well is I didn't get this directly from DE, but one of the podcasts that I listened to is Cephalon Squared. And they did mention, I believe, uh, I don't want to be quoted on this, but you can achieve rank 30 or the highest rank in Nightwave by completing, I believe it's 60 to maybe 70% of the mission types uh, through the course of the 10 weeks that you can engage with Nightwave. And so I really do appreciate that I don't have to go all the way and do everything just to get the items that I want to max out Nightwave from season to season. So this is just a really, uh, I really appreciate being able to acquire certain items that I've never seen. Uh, I recently purchased a new uh, Titania helmet that I had not known was even in an alert. And so I was able to get that because of Nightwave. So I really do think that this is a, a great addition to the game. And for anyone who's just joining the Warframe community and just joining this game, I think you will also appreciate the ways in which this does both streamline and make acquiring those items that you may need to build that Warframe that you've been wanting to build for a long time more accessible. And anything that DE can do to make the game more accessible, uh, to reduce the time sinks, I really do appreciate. And speaking of something that they are implementing recently in terms of the adjustments, if you've engaged with the game and have been on Venus, you know that on Venus, you can go back to mission types outside of Venus. There's a quest giver uh, who will re-engage those bounties for you outside of Venus in, ver- in a variety of spaces across War Valis. And so that's one of the things that I've always wondered if they were going to add to Earth, to, to Cetus. And they finally have added that to the Plains of Eidolon, or it is a part of the update. And so now instead of having to complete a bounty, go back into Cetus, get a new bounty, go back outside, we now will have the option, much like in Orb Valis, to acquire new bounties in the Plains of Eidolon. This is an awesome, awesome, awesome addition. And I really do appreciate this because there have been times where I've lost items when someone's either disconnected, going back inside, um, or either they've left the game in some type of way, and I've lost things that I've spent that entire bounty trying to acquire, but losing them when they when a person leaves the game and the host changes to the next person in the queue. And so I really think this is another great addition. I was anticipating it um, the second I saw it out in Orvalis, and I'm really glad this will be added to the Plains of Eidolon. So I'm really excited about this, and particularly... It makes hunting the, I don't, I wonder if the one thing that comes to mind, I'm not sure how they're going to implement this, is hunting the Eidolons. I don't know if that bounty specifically will still require that we leave this the area and then come back in, or if it will be an instant instance reset uh, when it is the evening. And so that way it decreases the amount of time that you have to leave and come back and re-engage with the system. So really looking forward to seeing how that will be adjusted over the next couple of uh, days and weeks as DE continues to make these changes first to the PC and then obviously bringing them over to us on the consoles. Speaking of changes, Melee 2.9 will be a thing by the time you hear this. And so I'm looking forward to those changes. I've been seeing the videos that DE has been putting up. I've been watching the dev streams and it really does look like they are taking their time and effort and great attention to detail to make sure that this is as smooth a rollout as possible, given that they will implement this into the game within waves. And so I spoke about this before. I'm really excited about what changes we will see. I'm excited to see how accessible, again, to use that word, 
told her how much easier it will be to do the melees because I have to perfect. I have to admit when I first saw them make the adjustments to the melees and I would see the combos. Sometimes it would be worth it to try to engage with the combos, but most of the time it really wasn't even worth it to try to pull out a combo in Warframe. It looks flashy. Sure, it looks great to see the amount of work the animators have done to make all of the movements look very fluid and, and very just flashy and, and powerful. But quite frankly, I most of the time just continued to button mash through the combos. I wasn't really thinking about, you know, well, I can do this combo versus this one. And so I appreciate that this will be an easier transition in terms of the melee combos, but also an easier transition with regards to client side weapon swapping so that you'll be able to swap your weapons much faster. I can't tell you how many times I've changed my weapon and thought it should have loaded or moved and it didn't. And then I press the button again to pick up the weapon that I wanted or switch to the weapon that I had hoped to be using to only have my melee out. And so now it is going to be less of a fumbling with the controls and to get out the weapon that I want to engage with the weapon that I have secondary that I want to use. And so I appreciate that as one of the changes that we will see to the game and on the console once that rolls out to us. And I'm going to continue to keep my eye on the YouTubers that engage with the game uh, around these changes to get a better sense of, you know, their thoughts and get a feel and flavor for how I might engage with them once they actually come to the console for us to play around with those systems. Now, it may sound like I am bouncing around with ideas from, from topic to topic, but I really am. There's so much in this updates in the updates over the last couple of weeks that the PC folks have been able to kind of work around, role play with, that I'm really excited to see Hildren finally. The Warframe is up and, you know, people are playing around with playing around with Hildren and they're testing out different things and seeing what they like and what they don't like uh, about just the way the Warframe plays. Uh, people are messing around with the different loadouts and trying to see, quite honestly, most of what I've seen in the meta is to see how much shields that they can use or how much can they boost the shields of Hildren so that they can continue to use their powers in a way that makes the most sense for the players that are running around. And so um, Hildren looks great really uh, strong looking Warframe. I like the fact that, you know, this is the Warframe, much like Titania, which I do appreciate being able to fly around and move around this, the, the map in a different way, uh, in a purposeful way. And so I do appreciate that we will have another frame that will give us the mobility in game uh, in a way that I think will be a lot of fun and will give us a, a different way to engage with the enemies in terms of uh, moving around them, moving around in the spaces, more verticality in terms of being able to move up and down within the spaces, engage enemies. And so I really do appreciate being able to do that on all of the tile sets with another Warframe that isn't just the Titania. Although I really do like the way Titania plays, and even though I may be in the minority with regards to the way I feel about that frame. Another thing that was really awesome to see is the amalgams. They are new enemy types that will be a part of the Gas City rework. And with these new enemy types will be coming something that I think some people may be excited about, but maybe not. It just depends. There's going to be new mods that are going to be added to the game for the shotgun, the rifle, the pistol, and a melee mod. And these mods will give us a different way in which to boost ourselves, uh, if that makes sense. And I'm cautiously optimistic about the different mods 
And so really quickly, I'm going to go over the four mods and give you kind of my general idea about each of them because I'm kind of on the fence about their utility for the loadouts that I'll be using. So they are Shotgun Medic, which gives an 85% fire rate and a 45% revive speed. And that will be on the shotgun. So you'll be able to fire faster, but you'll also be able to revive down mates and down pets faster. The next mod is Serrated Rush, 155% damage increase and a 15% sprint boost speed um, or sprint speed boost. Uh, you'll be able to, it's going to be a little bit less damage than your normal serration and sprint speed added to it. So I'm not quite sure how that's going to pan out in terms of utility there, but it seems to be a pretty decent uh, mod for new players and even for some old players to use. And next up is Tactical Diffusion, which gives 100% multi-shot and a 60% dodge speed for the pistol. I see this being a pretty decent weapon if you're a frame that does not have a lot of health. Um, or if you're a frame that has a low armor, which is quite a few of our frames. So I think this could be a pretty good weapon to use. I'm thinking specifically about on my Avara when I'm using weapons there how I typically do need to dodge quite a bit when I'm trying to gain my health or trying to get away from enemies because the way I have my Avaris modded out is it does not have a lot of health. So I'm thinking this would be a pretty decent weapon to be able to use. I do like the multi-shot. is not as good as some of the other mods that we do have, but I, I kind of am thinking I really like the fact that it has the dodge speed on it. I think that will be really useful. Then the last mod is Swift Shatter. It gives a 85% critical damage and then a plus 60% faster charge attack. I see this as being something pretty useful, more directly related to Melee 2.9. I think with a faster charge attack, there's going to be some players who will probably find this to be a pretty good weapon to use. I'm thinking with the, some of the heavy blades and the charge attacks associated with those, they're probably going to be able to put a lot of damage on the field. I see people taking advantage of uh, maybe even some of the mods that knock enemies back once you do charge attacks as being a pretty decent weapon, uh, a decent mod to use. So I don't know what the drop rate is going to be on these, but again, uh, we have a shotgun medic for shotgun, serrated rush for the rifle, tactical diffusion for the pistol, and swift shatter for the melee. So all of these will be dropping from the new enemies on the gas rework for um, for the gas rework tile set and so we'll see kind of how that works they'll be on jupiter um, and in the notes it says uh, on the warframe website it says uh, these will be found on jupiter and possibly also in your nightmares so part of me thinks that these will be uh, so the in your nightmares i think that's a reference to either them being in nightmare missions or because of the way the new enemies look because they're kind of a odd looking enemies with you know legs on their heads and uh arms on their feet kind of thing and there's a they're just a really interesting look of enemy but they're supposed to be a twisted mix of the corpus and ascension so if you can imagine what that may look like i definitely think it's a good idea to go check out the de website to see what those enemies are going to look like and particularly how they move. They look, they move in a very interesting kind of way. So that should be something that we should look forward to coming up. And we'll finally see the new two-handed katana called the Tatsu, which is a two-handed heavy blade, which is really, really awesome looking weapon. 
I think a lot of people will have fun with that. I'm not hearing too many people talk about the weapon being a fantastic weapon in terms of its stats, but it is a good weapon and it looks really nice. So I think a lot of people are having fun with that. There's also another uh, mode coming up or there's a mode on the PC now, uh, Operation Buried Debts. And so that's something that will be coming to the PC, not the PC, but to the the consoles a little bit later. And so we can expect to see that as well. And so that's going to be on Orvalis. And it's another mission where we're going to be uncovering things. It says it's a multi-part operation with mystery lurking beneath uh, the surface. Uh, one of the things that it says, some of the unique items or drops that you'll get as a part of this operation are going to be an emblem. DE's really good about getting emblems and sigils, so you'll be able to get a sigil. Some amalgam mods, so the mods that I talked about previously, you'll be able to get some of those. And the Opticore Vandal. I think this was hinted, or this was... Um, seen in one of the dev streams i forget which one it was leaked i think with uh as i'm thinking back with the hildren uh reveal and so a lot of people wondering how we're going to get that so i think a lot of people are going to be pretty excited to get the optical vandal the optical is one of those meta weapons it's a, a large gun uh, primary weapon that shoots the laser and for a long time a lot of people were using that to kill a lot of different enemy types and it's kind of stepped a little bit out of the meta but i think with the vandor uh with the vandal iteration of that we'll see it probably start to pop back up on streams and in people's uh, mod list not mod list but in people's uh, weapon loadout so that's going to be pretty interesting to see how that weapon uh, works and some of the ways in which it gets boosted because the vandal weapons are always boosted above the normal weapons and um, thinking about this as someone who's formed their opticore probably three or four times this is going to be interesting to see how this stacks up against a opticore that's been modded several times so it'll be a good weapon to use, and I'm looking forward to getting my hands on that once this uh, Operation Bear Debts drops on the consoles. Then finally, the last two things I wanted to touch base on, there's two deluxe skins that I'm starting to see that are going to that look really decent, I think. The Limbo Deluxe skin, uh, which is a pretty interesting look, and I think it will be a pretty cool addition to the game. And then there's the NYX Deluxe skin uh, that's going to be coming out as a NYX uh, I believe it's the Nyx Deluxe skin. And so, really excited about the way... Yeah, it's the Nyx Deluxe skin. I'm really excited about the way that one's going to look. I think the Nyx is one of those frames that uh, hasn't gotten a lot of love. Uh, and so, it's nice to see a Deluxe skin that I think uh, just gives the, 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 the frame a new look. And so, I'm really excited about that. I think people really enjoy that. The other thing about the Limbo Deluxe skin is it's going to come with playing cards that you can use as skins for uh, throwing daggers, throwing knives. Uh, and so I think a lot of people were really excited about that. I myself, I'm pretty excited about being able to have throwing uh, cards as skins for the daggers. And I'm kind of interested it took that long for them to put that skin in the game. But those are some of the updates that we're going to be seeing or will be seeing over the next couple of weeks on console. They are currently rolling out on the PC. And so really think it's going to be a lot of new content for us to mess around with. And I'm really looking forward to everything. Again, I think Nightwave is perfect. It gives us another way to look at the alerts for the game. Uh, all the ability reworks are going to be really awesome. Being able to, oh yeah, that was the other thing, being able to see the abilities on screen when you're playing the game. So you'll be able to cursor over your abilities as you're putting mods on and you'll be able to see in real time 
how much power it adds to those mods or if it um, decreases duration or increases um, efficiency. So you'll be able to on the fly be able to make those adjustments without going back to the ability screen that we use now to see how your mods adjust the power set or the loadouts for your Warframe. So that's going to be really interesting to see that on the consoles. I've seen how that works on the PC, but i um, just curious how they're going to how that's going to look on the consoles. It's going to look about the same, but I'm just curious that we'll get that feature. Outside of that, thank you again.